Welcome back to High School Game Day presented by HSS here on ESPN 106.3 and the free ESPN app. Cyrus Wittig with you. And right now, I have the pleasure of introducing and bringing on one of the most prolific soccer coaches in the state of Florida. He's been in charge of three state championship teams at Boca Raton High School, including a squad that went 28-0 back in 2020, talking, of course, about Boca Raton Bobcats head boys soccer coach Marcelo Castillo. Coach, before we get into this year's team and discuss another district title for you guys, I do want to ask about this Boca Raton program as a whole and your tenure with the Bobcats. You've been in charge for nearly 20 years, racked up close to 400 wins, and again, three state titles, too many district championships to count. When you think about the pillars and the foundations that this program has been built on, what are those things that you have preached and emphasized to every group of guys that has come through this Boca Raton program? Oh, great question. And before I get into that, listen, I want to thank you uh, and the media here at this time of year for, for covering soccer. You know, it's, it's a great sport. I've, I've been part of it since, since, you know, I could walk and it's a pleasure that, that we're finally getting the media coverage uh, that we deserve. But like you said, a great question and what we've had at, at Boca Raton, you know, I'm here going into uh, finishing, excuse me, my 18th year here and what I've tried to build. And, uh, you know, I've been in the South Florida soccer community going on 22 years is to kind of build the culture. Um, I was lucky enough to inherit a good team in, in 2005 and, and, and some great players, some All Americans, some national team players that I've I've had the the pleasure of kind of helping mold. And like I said, the, the soccer culture in Boca Raton, at least at, at this high school level that that I'm in charge of, uh, you know, I try to make them accountable and humble and respectful. And sure enough, it, it's paid off, uh, you know, in the results that we've had. Here with Boca Raton boys soccer coach Marcelo Castillo, coach. Like I said, you've won almost 400 matches, three state titles, and again, too many district championships to count. With all that success, of course, comes added pressure. And for all your squads, not just this group of guys specifically, do you ever feel like they are somewhat weighted down in just trying to live up to the expectations of this program and up to the expectations of the great teams that you've had in the past? You know, that that could be a negative, and I could see exactly where, where that question is coming from. But since, you know, I, I've been lucky enough to, to, to play at high levels, play professionally, play in college, you know, uh, represent my country. You know, I grew up in Toronto and represent Canada uh, in the youth level. So what, what I try to do is I try to flip that and, and, and make that kind of a motivation for these guys. Mm-hmm. So it, it's not so much a negative pressure of, 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 of keeping up the tradition, but something positive where the alumni is always there and we get together a couple times a year and they they're there at practices and and they practice with us and we have alumni games so they're very very involved you know we just won a district championship just the other night against spanish river you know our our 16th in the last 19 years and and sure enough you know i had if i had to count i'd be close to 20 alumni that showed up, that have played for me, uh, and were there supporting the boys and not putting any pressure on them, but letting them know that, listen, I've been there, I know this pressure, this is what you have to do, 
you know, don't play for yourself, play for the people that have worn that jersey before you. And again, it's tough to play for me. I hold them very, very accountable. But at the same time, it's not just me. It's the, it's the players that I've had that have bought into this system, into this culture for many, many years that uh, help build uh, essentially not just a team, but, uh, but a program. We've seen the growth of soccer in the United States and, of course, your home country of Canada as well over the last 30 years or so. But in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast, how much has the talent increased and, in turn, the sophistication of the game increased during the time that you've been involved with soccer in the 561 and the 772? Another great point that, that you bring up. It's, it's great because, you know what, you know, 15, 20 years ago, we had a, a culture of, of new soccer players. And it's not that the players didn't want to play, but they weren't in a culture where their parents played and everything like that. But now we're getting into into the kids. Um, and I'm getting old enough where, where, you know, some of my players' kids are right. almost going to be my players again. So wh- where I'm going with this is that we're finally getting parents that have actually played themselves and, and they've been watching soccer on the TV since these young kids were, you know, able to watch TV. So it's more inbred in our culture, sort mm-hmm. of like baseball, basketball, football, American football has been for everybody else. So, so the, the soccer knowledge has increased exponentially and, and all those factors can only make this game so much better. You know, it, it's the world's most popular game for a reason. You know, it's, it's a, it's a working class sport with a lot of skill, a lot of difficulty. And when you put the passion and the love in of it, of the game, it just, uh, you know, I don't see this going anywhere, but uh, in a positive direction. And in the last 20 years, it's, it's grown exponentially. Here on High School Game Day with Boca Raton boys soccer coach Marcelo Castillo. So, Coach, getting back to this year's Boca Raton team, the Bobcats kept a clean sheet and defeated Spanish River 1-0 in the district title on Wednesday night. It was your third meeting and third victory over Spanish River this season. How much different, if at all, were your tactics going into this match versus the previous two against the Sharks? Like I said, you're hitting the nail on the head every single time. I have a good relationship uh, with, the, with the Spanish River coach, uh, you know, an English-based guy, and, and I gave him the analogy that, that, that we won. You know, it was like a lower division game, and I threw something like Scumthorpe United against Lincoln <laughs> City in the, sen- in, in, in the sense that, you know, their field isn't conducive to play the way we play, and even, honestly, the way that they want to play. They're a very good team. They keep the ball. They want to keep possession. But on a smaller, you know, American football uh, perimeter-type field, the way that it's set up, you know, we had to just kind of limit our mistakes, play a bit more direct, play a bit more up to the forwards and play off that forward. So, so we did what we had to do, and they tried to kind of touch it. And, and I think that we just kind of knew that if we could get one early, and sure enough, we scored in the first couple minutes of the game, mm-hmm. that if we just bunkered in in a small pitch that, that they have over there, it kind of played into our, our, our type of, of tactic that we needed to do. And, you know, I'm looking forward to the playoffs in, in that sense because we won ugly. Uh, but uh, I told my team, listen, this is the first time all year that we've had to play this way, but it's a final. And in the final, you kind of put everything aside, you know, your – personal goals, your expectations, your beauty of this game, because at the end of the day, you have to get a result, you know, uh, and we got that result. 
Um, but I'm hoping to get back to <laughs> the beauty of, of, of this beautiful game and, and kind of be able to keep the ball and play the way we normally play. And Spanish River is a great team. And uh, the way things are working out, it may look like we may even have an opportunity to see him again right. in the uh, regional playoffs. So we'll see what happens. Again, here with Marcelo Castillo, head boy soccer coach of Boca Raton. Coach, Spanish River has been led all season long by their top two goal scorers, Michael Capil and Ethan Schweiger. How were you guys able to slow them down and, and keep them off the score sheet? Two, two great players, and again, they're, they're a very good team, well-coached. Um, what we wanted to do is, is we wanted to kind of, you know, we usually play three in the back. We, we put four in the back and just kind of change our, our formation up, and that's something that we've done and played around with earlier in the season. You can't just be a kind of one-dimension type of team. So we were able to adapt into something that we were comfortable doing. We knew that if we could limit a few of their players, and not just those two, they have a couple of other players that are really, really top quality. Um, we were able to kind of, in the word I use with my boys, is to kind of manipulate the game in the sense where you can control it and have it do what it is that you want to do. Um, so like I said, scoring that early goal, we were able to sit back and kind of just pick our battles and pick when we got forward and, and, work, and de- work and depend on, on maybe some set plays and everything like that. But, um, you know, credit to them. They've had a great season. Uh, we've had a great season as well, and, and nothing else could be expected uh, for a final like that when the two best teams in the district meet in, in, in a game where a trophy is is up for grabs. The game's only goal was scored by Christian Gonzalez with the assist coming from John Stevenson. Coach, walk us through that one. Was it a goal for the highlight reel, one for the memory book, or was it one of those scrappy goals that it's not the prettiest, but it counts just the same? No, 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 the complete opposite. You know, it was two minutes into the game. You know, I maybe would be over-exaggerating. We got the ball, which just kind of lumped it forward because they were putting some pressure on mm-hmm. us. And Big John got up there with, with a nice header and Christian, 20 yards out. It just sat perfect for him. And, and someone yelled, hit it. And sure enough, he hit it in upper 90. Great finish. And the celebration was even better than the goal. <laughs> and it really, really helped us because, you know, calming our nerves in a game like that where we knew that it was a team that didn't make a mistake that was going to win the game. And sure enough, when you're up, like that, and with a goal in hand, I knew we were going to be tough to beat, and uh, we were managed to, uh, again, manipulate the game for the rest of the you know, 78 minutes that was left in that game, and, and sure enough, leading us to a district championship. So, Gonzalez, the goal scorer, Stevenson with the assist, were either of those guys your man of the match, or would you give that title, the, the MOTM, to someone else? Our team, the way we play, uh, we play with one pivot, which is the person that kind of protects our back four or back three. And he's been an unheralded player all season long. And if I had to pick an MVP uh, in every game, the person that's been most consistent, I could absolutely do that with uh, Rafael Acevedo. He's, you know, maybe, maybe five foot five, but plays like he's six foot five. He sits in that. <laughs> you know, defensive center midfield position and doesn't care about scoring goals, but is a pit bull defending and, and just gives so much freedom to everybody else on, on the field from my left back to my right back to my two attacking center mids, my eight and my 10. 
uh, you know, my, my, my center mid, my box to box and my attacking center mid to do whatever it is that they need to do because he's always going to sit there and, and give them uh, essentially a, a billion dollar insurance policy because uh, he's always there to clean up the mess. So uh, if there was a man of the match, I think it would be him. Um, but again, you know how soccer is, uh, football is, it's never one man. He, he he would be the one that was pivotal, but uh, it was a great team effort to uh, to like I said win that that district championship. Talking here on High School Game Day with Boca Raton boys soccer coach Marcelo Castillo and coach, you mentioned Acevedo, but a guy who has I'm sure won many Man of the Match awards for you over the course of his career is Caleb Chapman. He's been a part of your program ever since his breakout season as a freshman when he had nine goals and 10 assists. Just talk to me about Caleb and, and his abilities and, and just what he means to this program, both on and off the field. Oh, absolutely. Caleb is the heart and soul of, of this program. He's an extension of me on the field. He, he, he's very smart. He's very intellectual, very athletic. He, he's a great soccer player and, and, you know, the sky's the limit for this kid. He's the type of kid that, that you could see playing professional here or overseas. He has that type of talent. You know, he signed with uh, Florida Atlantic University uh, last year as, as a junior, committed to them, um, which kind of took some pressure off him and his family because they had so many options. But that, that's always a nerve-wracking, you know, process to go through. And his senior year, he's done nothing but, but lead us. Um, you know, I, I, I've tried to find... He's so athletic and just so versatile. I've tried to find the best spot for him as it, you know, as it pertains to, to what's best for the team. And everywhere I put him, he's just been the best player on the field. You know, we're lucky to have him. And, uh, you know, the sky's the limit for this kid. And, and hopefully we can, you know, he won a state championship uh, for us as, as a freshman, like mm-hmm. you said, with nine goals, uh, playing at right mid on a team that set three or four state records that you know that uh, to be honest with you are never going to be passed or you know never going to be surpassed i'm hoping that he can sandwich his 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 uh high school career uh with a state championship this year and uh we're focused we're healthy and more importantly we're humble so uh i'm looking forward to the next couple of weeks here coach as we get into state tournament play now how much different do your practices look at this point in the season compared to back in november december and January? You know, I can tell you're a soccer guy because that, that's a great question. You know, I, I can't have my, my team peaking too early and, and, and kind of getting complacent at, at the end of the year. So, so my goal, and I use the analogy obviously here in, in North America, that the Super Bowl isn't played in the first week of the season, right. right? So we've had to make sure that we do the right thing, you know, balance minutes, you know, some regeneration, some recuperation uh, type practices here near the end of the year and now my goal is to keep you guys healthy you know work on the little nuances of the game a lot of set pieces a lot of defending certain situations that are going to make a difference because now uh, once you hit the playoffs every team is good you know every team is talented every team can move the ball every team uh, has good technique in attack and defending but what's going to set the difference is putting yourself in a position where you're not going to make any mistakes and obviously taking advantage of those dead ball situations, be it a free kick, 
be it a corner attacking or defending, right? A long throw in in high school is a deadly, mm-hmm. a deadly weapon. So, so what we're focusing more on is making sure that we know exactly where we need to be on those dead ball situations and taking advantage of them. Because I know that we can play. You know, we're 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 a very good team with the ball in motion, but we have to be perfect and we have to be precise and we have to be focused when that ball is dead in the sense of. You know, what are we going to do when they have a free kick or we have a free kick or a free kick situation? So our practices have absolutely changed with that. No more fitness, no more killing these guys. <laughs> you know, if they're not if they're not fit now, uh, then I did something wrong all year long. We need to just make sure we stay healthy, we stay strong, and, and we stay focused. Last thing here with Boca Raton boys soccer coach Marcelo Castillo, who leads the Bobcats into the state playoffs with a 19-4 and record. Coach, Speaking of practice and just improving overall, at this point in the season, teams, for the most part, they are who they are. It's tough to grow by leaps and bounds this late in the year. But if there's one thing where you feel like your squad can just be a little tighter, a little sharper, what would that be? I think my team lacks a little bit of swagger in the sense that, you know, even with with, with Caleb's Chapman's group when we won it, you know, we had two All-Americans, you know, a scoring champ, a a keeper that set, you know, three state records, and he could just kind of go along for the ride. And we had three other freshmen that are with us now that were part of that state championship team that have state championship rings. And they're still to the point where, you know, I, I want them to be a bit more of the man for lack of a better mm-hmm. term, sure. you know, and, 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 soccer, you know, is not so much what one person does, but what the collective unit does. But at the same time, we, we do need some leaders and they're slowly getting it in the last couple of weeks. I've seen that bit of swagger, that little bit of cockiness, that little bit of confidence right. that every team needs, you know? Uh, so I think we're peaking at the right time. I think they're maturing at the right time. And I think they're realizing that, their high school careers have the potential of ending very, very soon. And a lot of them have that chip on their shoulder where they don't want it to end until that last possible game of the season. So I think we're peaking at the right time. Coach Castillo, it has been a pleasure talking with you about this Boca Raton program and, of course, you know soccer down here in South Florida. And then, obviously, this 2022-2023 Boca Raton Bobcats team. Congrats again on the district title and best of luck the rest of the way. Thank you so very, very much. And I, I know I said it at the beginning, but I appreciate you uh, very much. It's not uh, too often that, that our beautiful game gets the media coverage that it deserves. So uh, thank you very, very much again.